the devil can't put his hands nowhere near your body, your temple, your dreams, your future. What are you afraid of? Pick your head up and keep pushing. What's up, you with your girl, Marche the Dreamer? I hope everybody's having a good day so far. We are on episode six, which we will be discussing three ways to learn how to love yourself. Loving ourselves. I battle with it. I used to battle with it a lot. And I had to come to terms in my life that ain't nobody going to love me like I love me. Ain't nobody going to support me like I'm going to support myself. So you have to know how important your relationship is is with yourself. And I know it's hard because it's like, some people are like, well, how do I start loving myself? Like, where do I start? And starting with loving yourself is like acknowledging that you don't really love yourself. And it's okay and not to beat yourself up. But you have to realize when you are trying to build yourself up, that you're going to make mistakes, you're going to fall short, you're going to sin. So don't think that this journey is to make you perfect. This journey is to love yourself, your flaws and all. You have to make sure that you are putting yourself you're putting yourself first no matter what. No matter what the situation may be. I know sometimes and a lot of us lose ourselves when we're dating or we're in a relationship or we're in a marriage. Have you ever realized or saw people who are actually in a marriage and like they don't dress good, they're they're not happy. They go around and their head is down and you're like, well, you know, you're, you should be happy. You're married. You have a spouse, but that spouse could be draining a lot out of them. And then when you see that person get a divorce, they're losing weight, they're working out or they gain a weight when they were skinny and they're just looking good and they're happy, they're active, they're chasing their dreams. And you're like, well, you were unhappy in your marriage and now you're single and now you're like the best thing that ever happened. And it's just like, why? Why do a relationship have to break you instead of build you? And that's because you go into a marriage or you go into a relationship thinking that that partner is supposed to help build you up or is supposed to make you happy. But you're not realizing that happiness comes from within. You need to be happy and whole before you step into that relationship because that other person is not, it's not their responsibility to make you happy. You're your own responsibility to make yourself happy. And I think we get that confused and yes, you're not going to be perfect going into a relationship. Like you're not going to have everything together. You're still going to have probably a little bit of trauma, some healing to deal with, um, you know, some things that you haven't dealt with that you're scared to face. Yeah. You're still going to have that because you're a human being. If you're not working on yourself daily, if you're not having trials and tribulations that you need to overcome, you're not growing. And in order to grow, you have to overcome things. You have to chase things that are not going to just come to you so easily. And people think that life is just supposed to be like an easy thing. And they are, you know, they're praying that God blesses them financially. God gives me this abundant um, million dollars. And it's not going to work that way. When you're asking God to do stuff, he will open the doors, but you have to go out and you have to go get it. You have to put in that work and show God that this is really what you want. And so when you do your part, far as say you want a, a job, a high paying job, 
So what you have to do on your end, you have to go on Indeed or whatever, you know, recruiting website there is out there. And you have to look for jobs that are high paying that fit your qualification. Or sometimes you don't even have to look for jobs that fit your qualifications because God is a God of elevation and promotion. And he'll put you in a position that you're not even qualified for because he's showing favor and grace upon you and your future. And so you have to know that when you're working with God, you don't look at the reality of the situation. You have to focus on faith because faith without works is dead, right? That's what he says in his word. And faith is believing without seeing. So if you are believing what you're seeing, then you're not really having faith in God to do it. So if you're one of those people who are looking at your situation and you're a Debbie Downer or you feeling down because the situation looks like it's impossible to overcome or to get through. And that's why you're depressed. And that's why you're down because you you're allowing your situation to beat you when you should be overcoming your situation. We serve a big God, not a small God. And so when you're in that situation and you're looking like you're looking at it like that, that's why you are in the situation that you're in. You have to look at that situation and say, I might be lonely at this moment. I might be broke at this moment. I might be homeless at this moment. I might be depressed at this moment. But I know that the God that I serve, no matter what I am in or what I'm looking at, that I'm going to overcome and I'm going to receive his blessings. And that's why it's very important to build yourself up in self-love because when you're getting in situations that look like it's impossible to overcome, you are going to go through it with strength and with grace and with God because you know that you are worthy. You are worthy to receive those things. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things that blocks our blessing is that we don't really believe that we are worthy to receive. We don't really realize how much we deserve that blessing because we're always looking at the negative things of us. Well, I'm too lazy or I'm not qualified or I don't have that degree or I'm not good at, you know, public speaking or I'm scared because, you know, I wrote my last book and nobody bought it. So I'm scared to write the second book. You know, whatever your situation may be, you are allowing that situation to put fear in your heart. And the reason why you're allowing the, that situation to put fear in your heart is because you don't truly know the value of you. And so I say the first step of loving yourself is acknowledging that you don't. Some people are in denial. Some people really think that they do and they're not really even loving herself the proper way. You're not giving the nutrition that your body really truly needs. And so I say acknowledging. And number two, after you acknowledge that you don't really love yourself, then you have to start talking to yourself, saying positive things to yourself. I know that I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror, and even if I'm looking a hot mess when I wake up, I'm like, Marche, you are the most beautiful woman I ever seen. Shay, why are you so dope? Like, why are you so bomb? Like, why do you do the things that you do? Because you keep pushing. Like, you won't give up. You got this. You came too far to slow down. You came too far to give up. And I talk to myself like that because ain't nobody going to be your hype man like you're going to hype yourself up. And so that's one of the things that I do is when I wake up in the morning, I talk to Shay. I tell Shay, like, look, you're the best. And there's only one of you. And you're going to be a living legend. I tell myself that. Like, I don't want to be a legend. 
and I have to die early and leave my children and my family. Like, God, no. Like, I want to live a long, prosperous life with my children, God, my family. And it's just like, God, just allow me to be a living legend. And I talk to him and I speak to him and I, and I tell him, you know, the desires of my heart. And he will honor the things that is of his will. And so them are the two things that you need to do first. So the first one, again, is to acknowledge that you don't love yourself. And then number two, speak to yourself. Speak life into you. Because ain't nobody else going to speak life into you like you do. And I say number three, build your self-love. Not off of, off of people's opinions, but of what you truly believe in yourself, of what, how you feel about you. And if you do think negative about yourself, you need to transition your mindset and change that. So another thing you can do also is you might think that, say, you're too skinny or you're too big. You don't look out for the world to give you that confirmation of how your body type is. You look at yourself and you say, okay, maybe I'm too big or maybe I'm too small. I want to change this because this is really what I want to change, not because of what others think of me. This is something that I want to do to better me and my health. And so I'm working on this because Shay or you deserve to be healthier, deserves to look better, not because of what other people think of me, right? Or you can look at yourself and say, I love my shape. I wouldn't change anything about it. And there are people who think that way. And if you do, if you are one of those people who think that way, make sure you stay consistent of your thinking process of loving your body. Another example, you are trying to love yourself, right? And so you're trying to go into another relationship. You have trauma, toxic relationships in the past, so you're scared to go jump into another one. Don't jump into the first relate, the first guy or the first girl that comes your way because that's showing the lack of value that you have for yourself. There's no rush to get into a relationship. Take your time and get to know that person. Keep your options open and not saying like being out there. That in a way that you shouldn't be, but being respectful to yourself, but also keeping your options open because, you know, God gives us the free will to choose our partner. So making sure that we are evaluating these people, like, do you have this type of quality? No, you're not perfect, but if this is something that I can battle with, this is something I can deal with, if this is worthy for me, you know, making sure that you are taking a double look before you're jumping into something, because guess what? You're going to put yourself in another situation where you have to build yourself up, build your heart back up, build your confidence back up because you went into another relationship where it's toxic, where it's abusive, and now you have to deal with that pain. So let's try to prevent things when we have a chance to. And that comes, that ties into self-love because once you truly start loving you and valuing who you are, you're not going to entertain those red flags no more. You're not going to entertain things that, you know what, this is not, this ain't, this is not good for me. I have dealt with situations like this before. I'm not putting me in that situation no more because I love me too much to go through that again. And that's what self-love is. 
It's making better choices for yourself. It's choosing better things for your future that's going to be great for you if you have children, if you have, you know, grandchildren, um, niece and nephews, whatever the case may be, it's being that role model for the people that's looking up to you. And making sure that you are keeping yourself healthy too. Like, you know, if you skinny, like people think people who are skinny don't need to go to the gym. You do because even though you're skinny, are you healthy? Is your heart pumping right? Are you building all the things that your body needs? Are you giving the nutrition, the vitamins, the the minerals, the good things, the herbs that your body needs? So people need to make sure that staying healthy in the gym, eating healthy is something that's self-love too. I think people have an image of what self-love looks like and self-love is an all-around border. It's just everywhere. Is your relationship with God? How is that relationship with him? Are you working on yourself with God daily? Are you praying daily? Are you reading your word daily? Are you making sure that you are sacrificing some things to make sure that you're being obedient to the heavenly father? Because you want to do God's, you want to do things God's way. You want to be in the position to open your arms and say, God, I give up. I want to do things your way now because my way it has got me nowhere. Like I keep hitting detours and going to a closed end and I'm trying to go places and see things that I never seen before God. And God is like, listen, I got you, but I just need you to have an open mind and to receive what I'm trying to give you. And so you need to evaluate your relationship with God. Make sure that you're doing all the right things to be a better child for him. And Those are the things that's going to help you build yourself up. Are you, when you get your paycheck, yeah, maybe you are living from paycheck to paycheck, but at least two times out of the month or each time you get paid, are you buying yourself something? Are you treating yourself to lunch? Are you going out to the movies or eating lunch by yourself, enjoying your alone time? Don't be afraid to be alone. That's part of self-love. That's the process. Being alone is going to teach you how to love yourself more because now the only responsibility you have is yourself and your children. If you have that, if you have children, of course, but being alone is going to teach you that self-love because now you don't have the responsibility of a partner of making sure they're happy and satisfying their needs. All you have to do is satisfy you. And so being alone is a blessing. People who are single think that it's like a curse or something like, why am I single? Why if my, my friends are all married, engaged, and I'm not like, no, like, I'm pretty sure your, your friends who are married are looking at you. Like, I wish I was single. Like, you know, my husband and my wife gets on my nerves. Like they're always nagging and complaining. And I can't never get time to myself because I, when I straight, when I come home, I got to make sure that I'm entertaining my, my spouse and my children. And I never really have a long time. And you're thinking like the marriage life is the best life. And the marriage people are thinking like the single life is the best life. And like, whatever we don't have, we want, you know? And so just really appreciate the season that you're in. So if you are single and alone, like embrace that, enjoy that season, because that is such a blessing. Being single is a blessing. And I'm going to keep repeating that it is a blessing. So do not take advantage or lose sight in this season if you are a single person. And if you are married, that's a blessing too. Being married is a blessing, but make sure that you are doing the right things in your marriage to build up that marriage. Don't lose yourself in your marriage.
But marriage is a blessing too, because you get to love another person. You get to embrace another person. You get to build with another person. So marriage is a blessing too. Both of them are a blessing. And so don't forget what season you're in and to embrace it. And another thing, like I said, it's just continue to go on dates by yourself and do things that really make you happy. Enjoy life. Take vacations. Quit waiting to, you know, for your finances to be right. You know, some people are like, you know, I'm going to wait until, um, you know, my my savings is here. Like, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Like you can have a mindset like, OK, I'm going to wait until I do this to be responsible, which there's nothing against that. But if you haven't had a vacation in a long time, be graceful with yourself, like give yourself grace, give yourself favor. Like I'm going to go ahead and just take this vacation because I deserve it. Because if you work too hard, overworking yourself is not a good thing. So just make sure that you're taking that vacation and enjoying yourself because everybody who knows me knows that I'm on vacation like all the time. Like I'm taking a vacation. That's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to enjoy life and, and view this world. Um, so that's one thing that I love. I love to go on vacation. I just love the world. I love life. I love my children. I love God. I love my family. I just love everything. And so that took place when I start trying to build myself up and loving Marche. So that's the things that I want you to work on is those things. So if you had wrote those down, I hope you had a pen and paper, wrote those things down and stay on track. Start writing down your affirmations and speaking them out loud every day too. That's one of the things that I also do. You have to manifest your future. Keep speaking it into existence. And then after you speak it into existence, pray about it. And after you pray about it, believe in it. Believe in God. Believing that God is going to make a change in your life. And read your word. Like, you know, some people think that the word is just there to, you know, feed you when you want to. But no, the word is our daily bread. So if you're not you know, including that in your daily life, sometimes you're going to be lost. Sometimes you're not going to be focused. You're going to be, you know, heartbroken. You need that daily bread. So reading your word and making you stay sure you stay in tune with God because he's going to lead you, guide you, give you wisdom, give you strength, give you love, be supportive, be in your financial man that you don't have in the house. Or if you do, you know, he's just a provider. He's everything. So just make sure that you are staying close to God at all times and putting God first in everything that you do. But thank you for tuning in to Marche the Dreamer. It was definitely a great time with you guys. I will see you next time on Marche the Dreamer podcast and you guys have a blessed day.